Hey everyone, this is Growing Up Micro Preemie. I'm Anthony. And I'm Stephanie. And we are on episode number 14, week number 7. And in this episode, we are going to talk about... Let me guess, some more firsts. (laughs) Yep, we got a couple of firsts this week. And then Scarlet did something that freaked me out. Which is weird that it took this long to freak you out about it. Seven weeks in, yeah. So, the week starts off with my nephew's birthday party. Uh, we had ventured out of the hospital to go celebrate his birthday at a trampoline park. This was the trampoline park that was in Keller, right? Um, I believe so. I am not 100% sure. I don't remember. Yeah, I think this was one that was like super far. Like going up towards Cabela's. Yeah, so we got a good, good couple hours out of the hospital spending time with family and visiting and just getting our mind off of Scarlett. All the stuff that we had gone through that past week with having her VAD placed and her so they had surgery. They had specific times that they did the taps. So we were there before we left. We, we were there for the tap and we knew we had time. Went out after that. And while we were out, Scarlett got a couple of changes. She got a new pillow. Oh, that's right. We came back to a... And, it, you know, the it still holds true today. She has to have a gigantic pillow. <laughs> this was the squishy one, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this one was pretty cool. We're making note of it because the pillow she had seven weeks ago, she was so little on this pillow. And then she gets to where she's bigger than the pillow or about the same size as the pillow. And they put a bigger one in there. <laughs> So, again, she looks super tiny on this big old pillow. And they have these cool gel pillows in the NICU. I kind of wanted it. Did we keep it? No, we threw it away, I think. No, they, yeah, they kept them. Think of the gel packs that you can ice or heat up in the microwave. It's kind of what the consistency, the squishiness felt like. So, that was one of the the firsts. We had a a first getting away for, like, I want to say it was at least four hours that we were away from the hospital that we weren't, like, sleeping and we were kind of far far from her that evening we came back to scarlet being her little cute self and anthony caught a video of her being just smiling and being so super cute i think that was one of the first times that we saw her smile yeah because we've always had her face covered by this point it's still kind of covered but it was rare to see her smiling outside of her napping she was (laughs) awake Napping and eating. She was purposefully doing it. So I got to swaddle her for the first time as I held her. Which basically means baby mummying her. (laughs) As I held her, she was, I was talking to her and just loving on her and she just gave us a big old smile. It was, it was so cute. Anthony has a YouTube video of it that once we get it downloaded, we'll move it over to our our YouTubes that way y'all can check out her cute little smile. So it was a quiet, it was a pretty quiet weekend. Scarlett got mad that week again too, didn't she? When we were trying to feed her. Yeah, I think so. Anthony has another video of her yanking her her little, well, taking over her oral care. She was she yanked that little. This sponge, one's the good video. The little sponge away, and she's holding onto it by herself, just chomping away. It looks like she's trying to saw the thing in half. So. One of the days, Anthony had come back to the hospital after work, and he was having his Scarlet time. Man, so I was uh, kangaroo carrying Scarlet, and while she was eating, I can tell because there's a photo of me, and they've got her uh, her feeding tube uh, that goes into her nose at this point, I think, right? 
Yeah. They have it higher on my shoulder than I have to hold her. That way it'll drip down in there. They had it taped to his shirt. Because I didn't want to hold it and they didn't want to put it on a stand. And she was inside my shirt and I was telling Stephanie after they finished everything, she finished the the tube that she had farted on me. (laughs) And it felt weird because I didn't want to move and it was like a little baby machine gun. I have the, it's the cutest picture of Anthony sitting there. You can tell I just came in from the motorcycle. Yeah, because his hair's all crazy. So cute. But he has the biggest smile, and he was telling me about Scarlet farting on him. This is the cutest picture. That's going to have to be one of the ones that we upload with this week. So with this week, we get a few more visitors. My sister, which I think I've mentioned in one of the other episodes that she works there. Yeah, so. I was going to say, she's technically not a visitor. <laughs> She, at the time, she was employed at Cook Children's and she would pop in on her breaks or if she was on the, on the floor doing a hearing test for any of the other kids, she'd pop in and see how me and Scarlett were doing and if we needed anything. I'm sorry, Scarlett who? <laughs> oh, she called her a Scarlett. I don't know why she wanted, she wanted to put an E in front of everyone's name because she thought it was funny. So one of the other, the other fun things that week that happened was uh the bow bandit the the bow bandit struck again one of scarlet's primary nurses she she brought scarlet a purple bow this time because she was a tcu grad so she had to represent her school and brought scarlet a little purple bow to keep on her uh head sock (laughs) scarlet's gangster (laughs) i forget the giant sponge that they had on her that cpap machine took up all of her face and so the times that we got to hold her they moved some of it away and i forgot how much just obstructed she was no we're just scrolling and we see a photo of scarlet she always used to sleep with her hands in like the prayer position she still does it yep she'll once in a while and she'll just puts her big old fat cheeks on her hands while she's sleeping and this one she's not even asleep she's just kind of chilling looking at us and her big old lips and her puffy little eyes because she's still get, getting her IV. <laughs> it was a quiet week and then the 28th came seven weeks remember this uh, when everybody complains that i don't do diapers i want you to realize it took seven weeks for stephanie to do one and this is why every time that she had a poopy diaper. Well, okay, for a while she wasn't pooping. And then when she finally did... Okay, that's valid, yeah. It was... <laughs> we weren't there. We weren't always there for the poops. And then we realized that we had to weigh everything. Oh, yeah, that was fun. On the 28th, I posted, So how come no one told me poop from babies who get breast milk looks funky? <laughs> I just changed my first poop diaper yesterday and it freaked me out. I guess I've never changed the diaper of a kid who was breastfed. So go ahead, describe the poop. It was weird. It Well, we've established that baseline. <laughs> it just it just looked It was me, nutty. It looked, yeah, it looked seedy. Like it had seeds in it. And then someone I don't remember who it was, someone I think someone commented like it looks like scrambled eggs and Oh god. <laughs> Who said that? I don't remember. No, nah, don't don't look. That's gross. <laughs> but I I didn't eat eggs for a while after that because some... it, it does not look like scrambled eggs. But it was it had a funny smell. I didn't know that it smelled different than it smelled better than the formula poops. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Formula poop rancid. Yeah, those are horrible. But yeah, I I don't know why that. So what color does it look to you? Because to me, it looked tan with seeds. 
Yeah, it's like a, a yellowish tan. I'm colorblind, by the way. Don't know if we've established that. I think we've told them. So, like we said, that this week was pretty quiet. We got out, had a couple of firsts. They were small firsts. My first poop. And then we end the week with day 49. So our princess has had a pretty eventful week. She had her first eye exam. So she had her first eye exam and I did not document it. And I can't remember why I didn't. Because we weren't there. When she had it? Yeah, they did it when we were gone. We found out because they said that he she needed to have a uh, a treatment. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you remember how mad I was? I do remember that. Yes, I remember it now. So let me finish reading this and then we'll talk about, we'll elaborate on it and our In feelings. the next episode. <laughs> Scarlett had her first eye exam and so far everything looks good. Scarlett is now getting 18 milliliters of milk. Her first, her latest head sonogram came back and the swelling of her ventricles has decreased and they dropped the amount of fluid they are taking from her VAD to 12 milliliters. Which, did we talk about how, how much they were taking... No, because I don't think we could remember how much they were taking out in the beginning. We know they started off with an amount, and then they raised it, and then I think now we're starting to level out, because it's only been like a week. Their biggest fear was taking too much out and causing a seizure, or not taking enough out and getting to the point where she's not wanting to eat, she's having a headache, and we can't tell. So they, they were still playing with it so they dropped the amount of fluid they're taking from her vad and talking about dropping it more the doctor was even hinting about leaving about us leaving the hospital earlier than he first thought oh reading that just made me sick so there's this a couple was, of things that we need to talk about this was may 20 this, this was may 28th the first eye exam was done like anthony said when we weren't there, which I remember it now, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember how mad Anthony was that neither of us was there when they did it and that he wasn't able to talk to the doctor to see what he was looking for or who he was. The biggest thing was I didn't know that she was going to have her eyes checked. That's kind of my fault, but you know, it is my profession. So that's kind of the one doctor I wanted to talk to, to see, you know, hey, is there anything I should be looking at? I know that preemies tend to have issues with their eyesight mainly because we make glasses for a lot of kids like that so i you know i actually had questions for him but you know it happened before we even had gotten into the the hospital that day which apparently this doctor does because you know he has three practices around dfw which we didn't know at the time because we didn't know who he was (laughs) oh but he knows us now we don't you dr hunt we <laughs> we later we asked around we asked our doctor our doctor and she said he's one of the best in in the area so we were a little we were a little relieved and then i remember anthony anthony asked me to get a picture of her chart her eye exam chart and his notations so i took a picture of it and sent it to him and him and his doctor were trying to go over it and he was asking her questions and she was trying to kind of kind of trying to explain it so as basically best she could everybody's worried about uh, retinopathy due to prematurity it's basically where the eye can either be detached or there's too much pressure there's a lot of things that can go on with a child being born so early that's receiving oxygen on a regular basis same thing that the lung doctor was looking at the eye doctor looks at the heart doctor looks at they're all looking at the effects of prolonged oxygen forced oxygen what is that effect the eyes with the eyes it'll just basically it can cause too much pressure which could cause a detached retina or you know it could make one of her eyes more dependent on the other or her brain could shut off 
one of the eyes if it's not reacting, if the muscles haven't grown and the nerves aren't making the connections. All of that is basically encompassed in retinopathy of prematurity. So they're just looking to make sure that the blood vessels are making connections, that there's proper blood flow, there's proper, the veins are growing at a, at a rate that they want it to, and basically just making sure the eye is actually growing. So I didn't know any of this. At the time, I was just the the wife was not educated. And so I didn't understand why he freaked out or why he was so upset that he didn't get to see this doctor. <laughs> because I didn't know that all of this could happen. Because I mean, it's like it's like we explained, it was all new to us. It was a, a whole new world that we had been thrown into. So but the one little snippet of it, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing he wasn't there for. And with with the eye doctor, I remember he would come in and it was just quick. It was super quick that he would come in. So if I went to the bathroom or walked down to get a drink, I would miss him. I'm pretty sure they paged him whenever we leave the room. <laughs> I don't think so. Walking but, around with his VR headset. I think he he used to come once a week. Like I think it was Mondays that he would come, and I, I would be like, okay. I knew at a certain time I had to get there at a certain time, and I couldn't leave before a certain time <laughs> because I was gonna miss him. And I had a list of questions that I had to to ask, and I was like, I'm just gonna record what what he says. <laughs> Basically, it was a Lord of the Rings conversation. Who are you? Who sent you? <laughs> You have no power here. Yeah, that's just going to make off make some Star Wars people mad because I'm mixing the genres. <laughs> so that was one part of the week that... Irked me. It irked Anthony, but I mean, I, I didn't understand. And it wasn't until later... When she started working for me. Well, no, it wasn't until later when they diagnosed her with other things. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Is when I understood... Why it was a serious thing? Why, why, yeah, why it was serious. So give her vitals for this week. So this week, Scarlett is seven weeks. She's 38 centimeters and she hit three pounds. She is three pounds and one ounce. Did we celebrate every pound with the nurses or did we just celebrate the last of her pounds? Uh, I think it was just the last of her pounds okay. because she was gaining so quickly. Gotcha. Okay. We'll tell you about that later, probably in about six months. <laughs> No, not that long. So the last of this post, we're going to we're going to hit on 7 weeks. We're going to talk about this now? We're going to talk about this now. All right. The at 7 weeks was when we first we got our first glimmer of hope or a uh, rug being pulled out under us. <laughs> However you want to see it. When the doctor started hinting about us leaving earlier so than I, I don't remember. Was I in the did he tell you this? Did, was this something you inferred from the conversation or did he actually say it? Mm, I don't remember. So we might not be able to fully blame the doctor if we took something that he said and, you know, made it to what we wanted to hear. But they were very cautious in the way they told us things and they would tell us stuff in gist or in a hypothetical that was real. I think I went and got the windows tinted on the car. I had the carpets cleaned in the house. All based off this conversation, I think. Yeah. I'm, I remember <clears throat> I remember him saying, like, she's doing really good. Once she gets to a certain weight, and they'll be able to do the actual surgery to put in the shunt. Remove the VAD and put in the shunt. Because we had to have the VAD because she was too small for them to completely open her up. The risks were too high. 
and her brain wasn't developed enough for them to actually place the the mechanism. I remember, I do remember this conversation and him saying, you know, she's doing great. You know, she did beautiful after the first surgery. No step backs. That was the other thing that they were always worried about is any after anything, was there a uh, a step back? Did she did she bounce back too far, or is she still making progress? One of the words that everyone kept saying is, was there a failure to thrive? Remember that? We still hear it. Yeah, everyone always asks. Ask what? Oh, she <laughs> she was never diagnosed with failure to thrive. So if you ever get that diagnosis, fight it. If you know that it's not a thing. Failure to thrive basically means that at one point in time, the doctor said there's no way that your child's going to eat or grow without assistance from something. So don't ever let them just gloss over a failure to thrive diagnosis. If you see it and you don't think that your child is not doing anything, that's one of those times you're going to have to speak up because they use terms that you don't know about and you've got to make sure that you know what they're diagnosing you with or your child with, and it could harm things going forward. It could change other doctors' decisions towards your child or treatments towards your child if they see that. I think that failure to thrive was mainly for Food. more for after they left the hospital. If they had to be re- readmitted. They were asking I, us while we were there too, though. Now that I think about it. Because I know that... Because when they were talking about the G button, they were, they were threatening that, the failure to thrive word. So at seven weeks, we want you to remember, we got... The glimmer of hope. This was May 28th. We left October 1st. So let that sink in. We waited an extra... We had four months on our brain from the time where we first got hope. That might have been our fault. But at this point, every day became, when do we get to come home? And that's the worst thing you could do in your head is let a glimmer of hope turn into fact. So that's... I'm going to put that on us because we knew they told us from the beginning not to expect anything until we definitely tell you. But we needed something. We had been there for seven weeks. So with that, we're going to end this episode. That was our our quiet, semi-quiet week seven. <laughs> week eight's a doozy. <laughs> Don't forget to like our, our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. Y'all can always email us at growingupmicropremie at gmail.com. Go to our website at growingupmicropremie.com. I'm Anthony. I'm Stephanie. Thanks for listening. Sorry about the mic.